rinse it off. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a little too much dedication for me. I'll stick with the spray paint or whatever it was. And yeah. That's why last, the, the last day. few years, I, I didn't shave it off like the next day or anything. I kept it for like a couple of weeks. People were like, when are you going to shave that off? And it's like, well, I burned my skin underneath the thing, so I don't want to like expose like scabs on my face and shit. <laughs> good cover, uh, actually. That's pretty good. I like that one. I've never told right? anyone that. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was something. I'll tell you what. Uh, George, live in the moment. Ah, why not? Fuck it. You know? Yeah, it is what it is. You know, also live about, the moment. I wonder if you can donate your fucking beard hair to fucking wigs for kids. Uh, if it's like wow. over eight inches long, <laughs> like if you're ZZ Top you, and you like trim it, will it? The surprising thing is you probably wouldn't be the first to ask, you know, if you think about it, right? Get a big flowing yeah. beard. It looks Maybe like you a shouldn't ask. Maybe it's you know? one of those things. You don't, <laughs> I think don't you should ask. Don't ask for permission. Your idea. Your for, you have to show up with a beard. Beard in a bag. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission or something like that. Right? Uh, <laughs> That's messed up. Uh, this has gone askew. This has gone askew. It you know who didn't go askew was Bubba Blackwell. Who? Bubba Blackwell kicked off the Daytona TT. Do you mind if we jump into the race report a little bit earlier? I'd like to hear some of it, man, because from what I understand, it was it's been a busy week. Oh, it was a huge week. It was Daytona was, Bike Week. We had I was so busy working and cooking. And I don't re- I don't even know, man. Uh, it went down. It went down. <laughs> Daytona TT happened uh, Thursday night, and uh, but first we had Bubba Blackwell uh, jumping fourteen or so cars. Uh, Bubba's bike of choice was. Harley XR750, the old flat tracker. Uh, was cars or buses? It was supposed to be GMC Canyons. That's it right. It was supposed to be, to be like cars. 11974 Chevy S10 and like a couple I mean, they line cars out of the parking, side, like right? Acura's Beamers. And it was like, what the fuck is this? They said it was pickup trucks. They anyway, line them up side to side, not end to end. Right? The good so. news is he did make the jump. He landed it and uh, went on to announce the race. And it's all a very happy story. I think he's going to be mayor next year. It's, it's really working out well for huh. Uh It worked was out there, well for the race winners. There's a factory oh, Harley? Uh, I don't know. I don't. They don't have XR750s anymore. Did they put an Did they put an XR750 engine in a fucking in a Yamaha frame and fucking? With I'm sure they did, George. I'm gonna guess no know. on that one, but you never know. But to jump it with a street bike, dude, it's like ow. Oh, dude, he that's evil Knievel kind of shit. You that's know, even evil is. Knievel's kid Robbie Knievel, when he did jumps in the what, 80s and 90s, he used like a KX250 or something like dude, that. Dude, you know, today speaking of that, on YouTube, I found a clip of fucking the bullet chase scene. Is that the best or what? Dude, <laughs> freaking phenomenal. That man. That's a good time. Yeah, he did the crazy jumping shit, dude. He did do a lot of the stunts. He wasn't supposed to, but he like snuck in there and did it. Yes, he did. But, you know. Uh, uh, sorry, to, sorry to take away from your report. No, no worries. I'm happy to jump in. Continue. Cut continue. In you. Jared Meese. Scritchy's uh, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're special, aren't you? Jared Meese began his 2017 championship defense by holding off teammate Brad Baker early in the race and then holding off a late cha- charging uh, J.D. Beach. J.D. What? Beach is a Moto America road racer. But All he also right does on. some flat tracking, so uh, he Brad, gave him a run for the money out Brad there. It's pretty cool. Brad uh, Baker was that the guy that was on chips that was like from the race scene and like I think that was being like somebody's little brother, like John's <laughs> little brother no way. John Baker's brother was a road racer or stunt racer. John, John and Punch. Yeah, That's John. an episode I missed because I remember John. It's not just an episode, dude. He became a regular. He was like what? Of, he was he became a fucking CHP officer. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah. Wow, boy, I missed the. Late it was years, the later I years. Guess. Yeah. That's when. That, well, that's around when the Dukes of Hazard came out. So nobody's watching fucking. Yeah, I, there's a shift of demographics. 
your buddy Baker there would uh, claim fifth position, and J.D. Beach would settle for second, which is not bad for a guy that just gets out races once in a while. Uh, Cowie rider Henry Wiles charged from sixth place to end up third to complete the podium. KTM mounted Dan Bromley survived a couple of close calls to win the singles race. Jesse Janich will go with uh, took second with Shane Navarro third. <laughs> Jesse Janich. Janich, dude. I have some of these names. You try to spell this shit. Uh, anyway, they roll on to Woodstock, Georgia to the Dixie Speedway for April 7th uh, for the next AFT race. There you have it, George. There's AFT. You want to break it up and do music in between them? What do you think? Oh, most definitely. Rolling by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we got other stuff to listen to, for sure, man. Far out. Are you ready to hear some music? Heck yeah. <laughs> that wasn't very... Any requests out there? That wasn't a very enthusiastic... Heck yeah. Oh, hella, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
bag of sunshine In a bag I'm useless But not for long the future is coming on I ain't happy I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless But not for long the future is coming on It's coming on It's coming on It's coming on It's coming on Finally, someone let me out of my cage Now, time for me is nothing cause I'm counting no A's Nah, I couldn't be there Nah, you shouldn't be scared I'm good at repairs And I'm under each snare Intangible Bet you didn't think so I command you to Panoramic view Look, I'll make it all manageable Pick and choose Sit and lose All you different crews Chicks and dudes Who you think is really kicking tunes Picture you getting down in a picture too Like you lift the fuse You think it's fictional, mystical, maybe Spiritual hero who appears in you to clear your view when you're too crazy. Lifeless to those the definition for what life is. Priceless to you because I put you on the hype shit. You like it? Gun smoke, you're righteous with one token. Psychic among no possess you with one go. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless. Not for long, the future is coming on. In a bag, I'm useless But not for long, the future is coming on It's coming on, it's coming on It's coming on, it's coming on The essence, the basics, without it you make it Allow me to make this child like your nature Rhythm, you have it or you don't, that's a fallacy I'm in them, every sprouting tree, every child of peace Every cloud and sea, you see with your eyes I see destruction and demise, corruption in disguise From this fucking enterprise, now I'm sucked into your lives Through rust, so not as muscles, but percussion to provide For me as a guide, y'all can see me now Cause you don't see with your eye, you perceive with your mind That's the inner, so I'ma stick the Around with rust and be a mentor But the few rounds the motherfuckers Remember what the thought is I brought all this so you can survive When law is lawless right Feeling sensations that you thought was dead No squealing, remember that it's all in your head I ain't happy I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless Not for long The future is coming out
such an old man. You're like making noises down there. Mm. Clink. Ah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I guess I don't know. That's what I live for all week <laughs> to be a fucking DJ with my angry friend. Yar. Uh, the all right, George. Who was that? The shut the fuck up. Almost came out again. That was terrible. <laughs> um, that was uh, Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas. That song is 17 years old. Came out in 2001. Huh. You ever hear the version of the song Leonard Skinner? <laughs> Fucking tremendous. That's the it's mm. a great punk rock song. The really song did. before that was uh, Stone Temple Pilots' "Big Bang Baby." Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bang. Big Bang. Uh, bang Bang. Bang Bang. <laughs> Big Bang. Bang Bang. Speaking of explosions, uh, how is, any explosions on the track this week? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of some glowing red discs, uh, rear disc brakes. They had some issues out there in Qatar. That was kind of tricky. Like glowing red. You should never see glowing red on motorcycles. That's not good. Motorcycles are bad. Yeah, that's, that was dangerous. Shouldn't see it on anything, but yeah, I saw it on cars this weekend. I was, I've been watching stuff on, I've been watching like Top Gear. Oh, that's a good show. <laughs> Love it. Good shit. Did you catch the Daytona 200 this weekend? That was this weekend, huh? It was. That's right. They had, they had bike week last week, right? It was Saturday. Dude, I was so absorbed with cooking and fucking work and bullshit and just, yeah, it's been fucked, man. But uh, I you know, the they'll, they'll have the flat track on in a couple weeks on NBC. That's what they usually do is have a delay of like a month or something like that. So I will let you know when it is and we'll go find it on some bar somewhere in this town and watch it on TV. Mm. Just a thought. Okay. Just a thought. I'll give it a shot. You could try it, right? I mean, anything's good with a beer. I mean, yeah. So uh, the 77th running of the Daytona 200 went down Saturday in Florida. The uh, 200 marked the end of Speed Week and saw several winners of previous Daytona uh, compete against amateurs and pros alike. John Ashmead, 89, Daytona 200 winner, placed 18th and extended his mileage record to 4,533 miles. What what track are they on, man? Daytona, the big Daytona. Uh, They they use part of the oval, and then they go to an infield section. So they are cracking 100 and— They redid that track, right? It's got a crazy fucking pitch to it, doesn't it? Uh, it's, it's like 33% or something like that. It's, it's insane. Oh yeah. You're flattened out by the, the G's you're pulling through there, you know, cause it's, it's on a gentle curve, right? Yes. Yeah. Wild that'd shit. Be, that's probably be pretty cool, man. Uh, there's a picture of Kenny Roberts out there someplace. I have to put up on Facebook, but he's just like flat out on his YZR 500 and the thing's just squatting as it goes by at 180 miles an hour. Fucking great shot. Great shot. Good shit. Yeah. You gotta love that shit. So Ashmead has rolled up 4,500 miles in 200 races, in the 200, Daytona 200 races. The guy's been out there for fucking ever. Uh, since 88, came in 18th. Uh, he was a winner in 89. That's since the best 89. part of this. So he's tried to add to his total. He, he won his rookie year? Uh, I don't know about that. No, he's been yeah, racing right? for a while. So he's been racing decades, you know, what, 30, 35 years? Fuck. He's got to be 40. <laughs> 75-year-old John Ashmead. Uh, 2016 winner Michael Barnes had a strong uh, run this year until lap 24 when his R6's motor expired. Uh, pole sitter Frenchman Valentine Debees led early until a crash put him out of the race. He was kind of pretty hard damaged on that, had to get flown back to uh, France. I think a compression of the vertebra- third vertebrae or something. 
Anyway, uh, that left Danny Eslick to run away with the win, uh, which makes four victories at the 200 for Danny Eslick. Uh, Corey West would claim runner-up with Robert... Uh, excuse me, Robertino Pieri uh, claiming third on the last lap from uh, just on the last lap from fourth place. Jeff May, uh, Eslick took home twenty five grand for his efforts. That's not bad, you know. Twenty grand for second place, fifteen for third, and uh, Jeff May just got squeezed out and stuck with twelve five. So if any of these guys owe you money, uh, good time to call them. Uh... <laughs> 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 what were those names again? <laughs> uh, race paid all the way to 40th place, up to uh, 1300 bucks at the end there. But yeah, it was a good time. One of my friends raced out Daytona with his TZ250 way back in the day. Huh. Yeah, it was a good time. They, they, I mean, they started NASCAR out there, right? But they were on the sand out on the beach, weren't they? Uh, way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, not since the they bikes didn't... have been on course in 61, and I think the cars went over in 59 to the uh, Oval. The tri-oval, as they like to call it down there. Hmm. So I got super crossed too, but I thought, you know, what do you think? A little more music between them? Oh, you want to hear some more music? Yeah, I'm down with some tunes. How about you? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you just I don't ramble know. on to the gateway of the West. Saint There's Louis. a couple oh, things I can't live without. Fact, this jam is death, most definitely created. 
your radio and I'm cold getting paid cause Rick said so make the woofers wallop and your tweeters twist some jealous knuckleheads might try to diss but it's nothing you're fronting your girl am stunting and my radio's loud enough to keep you running my name is Cool J I'm from the rock circulating through your radio non-stop I'm looking at the wires behind the cassette and now I'm on the right standing on the eject wearing light blue boomers a whole lot
get your heart pumping. Yowza. That was Sugar Ray, Speed Home, California. Is that who that was? That's exactly who that was. Yes. <coughs> and before that, I had <laughs> LL Cool J. I can't live without my radio. That's from 85. Really? That's some vintage. <laughs> 30, 33 years old? Fuck. That was some shit, man. LL Cool J music is 33 years old. I'm pulling it out old. for you folks. Look wow. at me. Digging deep. insane. Digging deep for the listeners. I'm going like crazy. Like, it's like out of control crazy. And if you know where to get us on mutinyradio.fm, you get us for free. And uh, we're always happy for a donation. But if you want to pay for the FTW show, we have actually made it onto iTunes. Crazy, right? One of the guys on the station made this all happen. I was at the station meeting a couple weeks ago. Have you checked it? Uh, I don't know how to do iTunes. I'm kind of... uh, not that guy. <laughs> anyway, they put together a, a, a package where it's on the air and uh, available. It could be, uh, I suppose, purchased. I don't know. Maybe we're under the freebie uh, bargain counter. But Mutiny Radio is in uh, on iTunes. So it, ultimately, their whole catalog is available there. What? All the way back to the Wild Bill and Paul days and Michelle and... The really? whole, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I believe yeah. the whole list should be on there. I don't know. Maybe it's just only the well, most recent Well, if not, shows. you can go to the mutinyradio.fm. The more and you important, the more modern times Download each one separate. It won't upload it automatically, but you can still get them, and you can, uh, you can download them yourself. Hmm. I keep them on my phone. They're actually in my lineup on my... Uh... <laughs> right <laughs> off Mutiny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'll just, I'll pull up the show during, like, the next day or something. Like, if I'm not working, I'll be at home, like, doing dishes or something. So I'll pull up the show and play it on my phone. And as I'm playing it, I'll download it at the same time. It takes, like, five, ten minutes, something like that, because I got slow slow internet, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Bada bang. Boom. Then it's in the phone, and it goes right into my playlist. So, like, fucking, I'll have my playlist on fucking, on a... Oh no, what's that one? You know, with the arrows crossing each other instead of going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, arrow thingy guy. <laughs> I lost the word. For I'm, I'm that guy, trust me, with computers. I am not the computer guru of the of half of So the it mixes show. up all your tunes, right? So but I can't answer the phone if you want to call us 415 5500511. No, actually, you can't. It took you two tries to get Gail on the phone last week when it was ringing. <laughs> And then you talk to her, and you <laughs> we had a nice chat. And then I like five minutes, to go. you're like, "I got, I got to get back on the air. I got to go. Bye, Gail." <laughs> she'll just keep talking. Oh, you, you do have to cut her off eventually. She she's a lovely she's, lady, but she thinks she's on the radio. I, I yeah. Oh yeah, she she's she's completely overgored. She should have gone to St. Louis this weekend. Is what she should have done. I think she's probably drinking two or three bottles of wine a day. I mean, she's probably a lot of fun, honestly. I'm sure she's a sweet lady. But yeah. Hell yeah. I told her, come on down to the station. She lives in San Francisco. Yeah, she is in the neighborhood. You can have your own show, Pam. She doesn't even listen to the station. (laughs) She got the number from somebody, so now she calls it all the time. She'd probably be afraid of the internet that the government is listening. She's one of those deeply mistrusting with the government. Which I can't blame her on that one. No, we've talked about this just recently. She's one of the older shows, dude, because Paul got into it with her at one point because she she was talking about something, and he was like, so do you ride a motorcycle? And she's like, Oh no! I saw a guy one time. He was. <laughs> and I guess he like slid, it slid out, and he smacked into the curb, and it cracked his head open or something before Ooh. the helmet laws or some shit. And she's like, "Yeah, I wouldn't get on one of those things." 
And he said, you realize you're calling it a motorcycle show, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're tracking your address as we speak. <laughs> and so from then on, Paul with Nitz, he was like, no, we're not We're not taking calls. You'd start rattling off. Here we are, 550, here 511. And he's like, shh. We're not answering the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that one. That's great. It must have been during my absence. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Supercross went down this weekend. St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, there's more? Oh, you kidding? I could go on all fucking night. Well, it is only like 9.09. This is when the race report usually starts. I'm, I hope you got some race report for us. Oh, man. I can wax poetic for a while, pal. The gateway to the West, St. Louis. <laughs> poetic. St. Louis <laughs> played host to the Supercross Saturday. A packed house greeted competitors to a St. Paddy's Day race. In 450 action points leader, Jason Anderson uh, jumped his... Husqvarna to a quick start, but could only watch as the green cowie, the green cowie of Eli Tobak motored away. Eli Tobak was on fucking fire the other night. Uh, was he? St. Pat must have thrown some golden luck Eli's way uh, because he left everyone. I mean, fucking everyone. Um, they're timing it out now. I think it's a 20-minute race or something like that. So by the eight-minute mark, he was 10 seconds ahead, and he ended up winning by over 20 seconds. And that's an eternity in a motocross race. It, dude's badass. Fucking A, man. He seconds. was on fucking fire. Uh, Jason Anderson uh, rode his Husky to second, uh, which is fine with him because he does have the points lead, and he's leading substantially. Uh, Mar- Marvin Moosequin rounded out the podium. Uh, last week's winner, Justin Brayton, collected fourth. Anderson added two points to his lead to now over 42 points over Moosequin. Yep. 246 points. He's pretty much got the thing wrapped. Well, I wouldn't say wrapped up, but he's got a very comfortable lead. It's looking good for Jason Anderson. Uh, 250 action. Husky rider Zach Osborne leaped to an early lead, but Austin Fortner jumped a quad and led by lap laps one completion. Uh, his lead would not last as he dropped his bike and resumed and ended up in fifth place. Uh, Fork, as his buddies call him, Forkner, uh, Fork would also go down with another rider and finish sixth. Osborne would go on to the win with Jeremy Martin on a Honda uh, second place and Jordan Smith on a KTM third. Lovely, isn't it? <laughs> it makes me think there's like palm trees around I'm the corner. So, I'm Is this so herb? Like, I'm so like, de- oh yeah. Is this herb? Wow, you're in the groove, bro. Give it to go. You're on fire. <laughs> I'm so like on a beach somewhere, fucking barefoot, dancing in club, drunk. Dude. Suntan. Jorge. Jorge. My closet consists of three swimsuits. Jorge by the sea. <laughs> I would come visit you and, and like wait for dark because my pasty white skin sunburns. But if there's palm trees, one of those straw hats I make myself every fucking week. I make a new one. <laughs> sounds like a Jimmy Buffett commercial or something. That sounds great. I'm feeling all good about this, man. Awesome. Yeah, this her album is called Freight Train Joe. <laughs> Some of the racing looked like a free trade out there. I couldn't there. make this shit up. <laughs> um, takeaways from St. Louis Supercross. Uh, 450, Jason Anderson's got the best chance. Uh, Marvin Moosequin will take runner-up, barring any bad luck uh, between those two. 250 East, uh, Zach Osborne is back on track as he defends his number one plate. He's now got an eight-point lead over uh, Forkner. So looking good for him. So that is St. Louis. Now, next we have MotoGP, and I th- we might want to just really go into a song or two before I 
Really? Dive deep and go crazy you on wanna, that one. You want to go there? You want to go I, there? I think so. I think so. We're rolling good with the music. It kind of breaks up the whole, you know. Not all the tuners tune out. You know, well, both of them don't tune out at once. You know, it's kind of good that way. We could track you. We could see who's listening right now. Okay, right. not really. I heard we should get like 800 hits a month, though. I was kind of surprised by that. So, hey, maybe we'll get like, I don't know, 804 this month. Wouldn't that be hot? We're going to get like thousands. Thousands. It's going to be insane. We're going to be rich and famous. It's going to be insane. No such thing as insane. You don't even know. Think you know, but you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Try me. <laughs>
Yowza. Yowza's right, man. That was helmet, dude. Fuck yeah, it was. My fucking helmet, dude. <laughs> exactly what you wanted. Jump Before on. that was the new American wave of fucking Dropkick Murphys. Really? Yes. Good shit, bro. Yeah, it was kind of lively. I didn't know we were going to have much more than that, so I was kind of ready to end the show right there, but we still got some time. You still got some report. I got lots of reporting to do. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. It was the big weekend that begins with MotoGP start of their season. That's huge for a lot of us motorcycle fan racing. And uh, it proved to be a very good race. Uh, It was a great time out there. Uh, The Qatar. 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 Uh, Circuit. uh, uh, Low Sal Circuit is uh, located in Qatar. And uh, it was a roasty toasty 87 degrees. It uh, wasn't that uh, hot as expe- I expected it. But anyway, they were the, cir- uh, the, the big, the uh, main race under the lights. But uh, the earlier races, uh, Moto 3 uh, took off late afternoon with the sun still up. Uh, that kicked off uh, the race competition in the desert that, this weekend. Uh, Jorge Martin hole shotted the pack and started to pull a seven bike lead early. Uh, he was able to hold off other riders for a while as slipstreaming is key in the small bike classes uh aaron canette was able to move close to martin and make it a two-man race with a seven rider battle for third if you've ever watched one of these races it is a bumblebee pack out there constantly drafting back and forth it's been that way for decades and it's great shit to check out uh you could open a walmart between the lead duo and the rest of the pack that was kind of surprising these guys get that far ahead uh it all came down to the last lap and eric connect could not slipstream jorge martin and settled for second place uh lorenzo uh, that left Eric Kinnett for second, uh, uh, and Lorenzo Dalla Porta would round out the podium there. Uh, John McPhee and Ania Bastiani both crashed out. They were both uh, title contender, uh, contenders last year. Um, top four riders all on Hondas. So that was Moto3. Moto2. Uh, Moto3. What's the difference between Moto3 and Moto2? Moto3 is just a line of 300cc twins, and Moto2 is 600 four cylinders at the moment, and they're all Hondas. They're sealed. You're given a Honda motor. It's supposed to be sealed, and you race. I think there's like five motors for the season or something like that, but uh, everybody has a Honda motor in the 600 class, or the, uh, the Moto2 class. They are. They get five motors for the for the season. Yeah. Is it like an invite only, or can anybody just say, "Hey, give me some engines"? Uh oh. Uh, they're they're looking for manufacturers. Like uh, I think Kalex makes a bike. There's a bunch of different manufacturers that came out with uh, different ideas, but it's all just turned into twin spar frames. Uh, you know, nothing radical. All, they're all telescopic forks. Uh, there might be a single sided swing arm out there, but for the most part pretty standard you know stuff what most of the manufacturers sell but race only you know so it's really lightweight you know right carbon fiber where they can there's some cool shit out there so it's all chain drive or are they doing any uh shaft drives or nah shaft drive eats up a little bit of horsepower so everything's chain so they all run like big bikes used to run like 630s like your harley would probably run a 630 on the street if it was chain drive um if you had a 750 or bigger bike you had a six. What did I just say? Six thirty. So now they run five twenty chains, and they eat up chains faster, but they're lighter chains, and you get aluminum sprockets. And everything's like really lightweight. So, hmm. but it's a strong enough chain to handle a six hundred or even a one thousand these days. You know, so at least yeah. for a couple a race or two. Five thirty. I think that's what I got on the XR. <laughs> oh, is that right? It's a good size chain. Yeah, 
Yeah, 520 hey. is even a little bit smaller than that. Yeah. So. What do you got on your dirt bike? Uh, I believe that's a 530. Yeah, there you go. I ride a dirt bike. I just replaced that a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, you haven't I, had it a couple of years, have you? I have. How many times I have. Have I got rid of the 500? Uh, I got out four times last year. Fuck, I'm embarrassed. You should be. But I need to get out. I need. I need to go out for a ride. I, I'm. I'm due. But I need to do some work on the beast. But anyway, uh, Dusks was setting in as Alex Marquez had a great view of Francesca Bagnaya uh, with Lorenzo Baldassari uh, giving chase. Uh, Marquez. Gave trace to those guys. Wow, I fucked that up. Uh, Bagnaya was uh, led the whole thing until the last lap when Baldessari briefly led. Uh, Bagnaya retook the lead and uh, the 25 points to start the 2018 Moto2 season. Uh, Marquez survived running wine to take third. Uh, his rear disc was glowing red as he rode with only his front brakes. So he ran wide, was able to hold on to third place, and then finished the race with only front brakes. And, you know, it used to be that's all you used, but now... People use the rear brake to keep you from pitching more forward. It, it affects the handling of the bike. Right. So, anyway, cool huh. shit out there. American Joe Roberts was 25th in the race. Are they, are they sliding around out there, too? Oh, yeah, they're sliding everywhere So you need there. the rear brake to, like, tap it to get it sideways and then gas in it, right? Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. That's uh, uh, a huge part of uh, road racing these days is right. the whole tap it and slide it into basically, the corner. Basically drifting it. Yeah, initiate yeah, initiate the drift into the corner and then dr- ride and then the drift out. Gas the fuck out of it. Dude, yep, exactly. A little smoke coming off there and just drive <laughs> the fans nuts. Yeah, that's it, bro. Right? If they see what they're really seeing. It's all about you your know? people, man. I mean, you might win over a couple today. Fuck yeah. Pulling that kind of shit, hell yeah. Dude, they're always mobbing me for signatures when I... Road Race Day FM. Okay, never, but <laughs> it was still a great time out there, you know. <laughs> now, under the bright lights at the LaSalle circuit, <laughs> Johan Zarco, before I get my ass kicked, uh, showed how a pole center glory, should start. Glory days. I, I used to. Glory days. <laughs> I, well, you don't have them lined up on your little uh, mountain bike course out there on Sundays? <laughs> 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 I here tried. he comes! Here he comes! <laughs> they ring, they ring cowbells while you drive by. <laughs> you know, I do get uh, well. Gail comes out, and uh, a few others. They have those, what was that? The, the, uh, what was that? The soccer fucking game they had in Africa, and they had those fucking bassoons or whatever they were blowing the fucking big horns. That oh, the Sousa horns. The Sousa. Oh, those things are horrible. That sounds like something your fans would would have. Just Only if your fans were close and enough. You're just like smiling, <laughs> probably wearing a football helmet, flying down the hill. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to the bar afterwards. Big chunk of fresh. I would have been a great chunk. famous person. You kidding? It would have been great. Grass stuffed in your fucking helmet. I went down, but the helmet saved me. <laughs> I'm gonna give it away later. I might auction it. You never know. You never can tell. Uh you know who you can tell is Johan Zarco. Uh, he showed how a pole sitter should start by shrieking away from the front and taking the lead that Mark Marquez would briefly hold for three corners. Uh, Zarco held a nice lead until lap 17. So this guy, like, took pole position, right? Fucking very good. Uh, had a great year last year, still in a satellite, you know, Yamaha this year. Um, uh, 
his uh, tires started going on lap 17, and that's when Johan went backwards through the pack. Uh, Mark Marquez constantly badgered Zarco, and next he was Andre Davizioso, who slowly made his, made his way up through uh, the, the pack, uh, saving his tires. And Marquez was quite impetuous in chasing the boys down and sliding everywhere. So ended up with Davizioso in front on the Ducati with Mark Marquez on his Honda chasing him. Uh, and third was Rossi, uh, who had briefly led earlier, um, but was content to uh, run third. Uh, Zarco slid back uh, third, fourth, fifth, and eventually I think he took, where was he, sixth? No. Uh, faded to fourth before resuming the lead challenge with Dovi and Marquez. Oh, Valentino Rossi was an early challenger to, uh, to Zarco, but faded to fourth before resuming the lead challenge. Challenge with Dovi Marquez. Uh, in the end, the man who could sit, who could serve tires, showed patience and poise under Divisioso, held off a late charge from Mark Marquez to take the checkers. Uh, Marquez would take second, Rossi would claim third, Cal Crutchlow fourth, and Daniello Petrucci fifth. So that was the race. I don't think I butchered that too bad this week. Uh, but great racing out there. It was under the lights for the, uh, uh, the, the night race there, for the big race there. 350 kilometers down the main straight. That works out to like 5, 210, someplace in there. They're fucking boogieing down the straight. It's fucking good shit, George. It's no joke, man. Um, straight up. Uh, why is it, just some MotoGP notes here. Why isn't Johan Zarco on a factory Yamaha? This one's killing me. This guy was like out qualifying the regular Yamaha uh, factory bikes, and it just ain't happening. Uh, he, he he was just fucking badass. It's business. He's, he's doing it on a Yamaha, right? He is, but he's a satellite rider. So he's like, right. they should not be winning races. The main factory Yamaha bike should be winning. Should be. It's kind of an embarrassment for Yamaha not to it be winning. It kind of is. Well, why isn't Honda grabbing this kid up and saying, hey, you should race with us? Maybe he's only riding the Yamahas. He's kicking ass. He's still putting Yamaha on the fucking on the fucking leaderboard, right? He is. There you go. He why do we? Why we got to pay this kid? He's doing it for us. Uh, I, he's running a deal. Ducati dominated practice. Petrucci and Divizioso, uh, not so much with Lorenzo, but those guys were constantly one, two, three, or four, and uh, for quite a while it was Ducati's three out of the top. Four three or four and uh for quite a while it was ducati's three out of the top four and then uh zarko comes along and scoots it and takes the pole position that's a badass one of these days when you figure figure it all out sure to let me know Well I'll be waiting right here Come and whisper in my ear what it is I want to know
When you figure, figure it all out Put your lips against my ear Tell me it all Well, tell me just a little bit, you know You know it's what I wanna hear One of these days When you figure, figure it all out Well, be sure to let me know Well, I'll be waiting right here Come and whisper in my ear What it is I wanna know One of these days When you figure, figure it all out Put your lips against my ear Tell me it all Or tell me just a little bit, you know You know it's what I wanna Just the radio playing in the back It's playing sad, sad. 
Thank you.